0: Difficult, difficult, difficult,
1: difficult, 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 Difficult. women. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Too late, we started. Oh, okay. I was going to ask what we were doing. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everybody. (laughs) What are we doing? I don't know. What am I doing here? (laughs) <laughs> we're doing a difficult women podcast oh right you're katie oh, i'm marie yes and we're in the band reformed Horse. oh my god thanks for reminding me <laughs> are you okay
0: i'm great i'm a little sunburned
1: would, you are you're side. bright as a lobster i know i'm a little
0: hungover too mostly just like sun poisoning. <laughs> fine. oh
1: drink fine. water I drink know. lots of water hydrate and don't apologize for it
0: Okay. That's what I'm learning.
1: Sorry. <laughs> no, don't no, no, fall. No. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> oh, well, we have some exciting news. We do have exciting news. We got an email. We did. And this email was, I, I, I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to say what happened the night before we got this email and why it's really crazy weird that we got this email that day. Okay, great. After the dream I had. Oh, I see. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Hi, ladies. My name is Darcy, but I go by Lavinia. Ooh, I like that That's name. That's nice. For my stage artist name. I am a graphic designer by day and a fire performer metal smith artist at the, on the side. I have been a fan of your band for some time and saw you when you came through Pittsburgh a few years back. I saw you promote your podcast on Instagram. I follow you both and wanted to email you to let you know how wonderful it is. Well,
0: Thank you. Thank you.
1: I have been going through a real rough patch and your podcast has been the first thing to actually distract me and make me laugh. Thank you for that. As fellow lady performers, I want to ask you a question, or at least get your input on the topic of aging on stage, so to speak. I started performing as part of a comedy sideshow about seven years ago. Actually, I am one of the founders of the show. I was 30 when we started and f- felt excited with our future prospects. But the show was, has not become as successful as we had hoped. And while we are still working hard on getting gigs, I'm now a lot closer to 40. I feel a big part of being seen as a viable female performer to a lot of audience is being young and attractive. I don't think my two male stage partners need to worry about this at all. And I know I shouldn't. I try to be a strong feminist and think, screw everyone else if they don't like what I look like. But deep down inside, I worry that I'm somehow hurting our chances of getting gigs because I'm not that cute young thing that so many other stage performers are. It is bullshit, and I hate that, but it always... It's always there in the back of my mind. Or maybe I just suck. You don't suck, honey. Um, do either of you ever find yourself struggling with this narrative while you are trying to keep moving forward with your band slash careers? I know you both are super busy, so no pressure on responding if you don't have time. Thank you both. Keep up the amazing job in all that you do. Darcy slash Lavinia. P.S. Katie, how did you get into roller skating? And P.P.S. Marie, thanks for the IG follow. Smiley um, face.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow, Darcy, Lavinia, well, thank you so much for this email. Such a
0: great question. Unfortunately, we don't know the answer because we're only twenty. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> a wink yeah. and a wink. We started the band. And we were ten. No. Um, oh, well, what it's crazy. A great question. Yes. Yeah, so so a- I could not. I woke up. The night before we got this email, I got, I woke up at like 3 in the morning. And, you know, it's when your brain is like racing and you keep thinking of all these things and regrets and how what you want the, for the future and blah, all this stuff. And one of them was ageism. And I was thinking like, am I too old to succeed? So just in case you were wondering, yes, Lavinia, we... Uh, <laughs> Think about it constantly. <laughs> I thought you were going to say yes. You are too old. To yes, 60. you do. No, 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 <laughs> no, not, no at all. not at all. And fuck was, everybody. Yeah.
0: And I was thinking we should do like a whole. I mean, there's so yes, much to that's a talk great. we we'll do an episode about that. But yeah, yeah. you're not alone.
1: No, it's a constant. As a woman in the in in the arts and performing, it is definitely out there, and it's society definitely you know planting that little seed in us. But totally.
0: But you're seeing more. I feel like confident in where the world is going a little bit because you're definitely seeing more and more. Women of a certain age yeah. starting to take off, like uh, Bridget Everett is someone. Bridget Everett, Leslie, Leslie Jones, yeah, Leslie Jones is yeah. a good example. So there's lots of there's definitely room for
1: us. We just have to figure it out, right? And and it, and actually, we you know the older you get, you, the more you should be performing, <laughs> sure, <laughs> because we're trying to change this. You know, we right. want we want you know these young girls to go to to see shows and not just those young, viable, sexy little things. We want to see the older, young, viable, sexy little things. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the older young ones. The older young
1: <laughs> okay, um, but yeah but no i couldn't sleep because i was really i i was playing back in my head of like you know we we had some we had some really amazing opportunities in our 20s when we were doing the band and you know what woke me up was like oh my god is it not is it too late but it's not too late no, it's not I think, at all also i think
0: the thing we're just getting started right and just like from a business perspective i think that the business the industry is starting to realize that like of the humans on this earth are female. Right. And they want to, and a lot of those females are over the age of 18. (laughs) Right. So like those stories are, have a whole, there's a whole world of stories that are still to be told. And it'd be really cool too, to like, I would say just like take that, take who you are, take all the good things use the age don't try to fight against it and be like a cute long, young thing be like the mama yeah the mama whatever it is you do yeah Sold swallower
1: or whatever it is Side yeah uh,
0: because I think that that could be a really cool thing think about yeah. w- go watch some Bridget Everett videos
1: mm-hmm yeah she's
0: she's inspiring
1: she's so inspiring yeah. so well thank you and then uh the other question how'd you get into roller skating katie
0: uh speaking of dreams i had a dream i was on an intramural <laughs> soccer team oh. and i woke up and then i was like oh god what a nightmare <laughs> and, then, and i thought oh i was like but i should join like a group activity right uh it's true this is a totally true story That's so and i funny. thought what kind of group activity would i like to join i was like man i wish there was a roller skating class Huh. And I Googled it, and there's one in Brooklyn, if anybody's interested. And this wonderful woman, Tanya Dean, teaches roller skating uh, with skate aerobics. And I went with we you, come. and it was such a
1: bonding experience for the both of us. So I was so impressed with you. That's oh, so fun. It, I was so sore afterwards. Well, you
0: should come again sometime. If you I want. should, yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's how I did it.
1: That's neat. Yeah. Cool. Um, and folks, if you want, she, like she said, she is a performer, and the name of her show is the Miracle Elixir Sideshow, and her website is miraclesideshow.com.
0: Where is she from again?
1: Uh, Pittsburgh
0: great so if you're in the Pittsburgh area look her up
1: well thank you Darcy Lavinia It's
0: great, um, great for email.
1: writing us that was such an awesome email and it'd be so cool I we're getting all these emails from from women and I would just keep it up like I think it's fun to start our podcast with a with a question like this or, and also
0: like it's whole, I mean you also give us a great idea for a pod episode. yeah so I think i coming I want
1: to look more into that yeah so, difficult women podcast at gmail.com send us whatever you want
0: Except for gross pics. Don't send us anything gross. Don't, no dick Please pics. Please don't. We're done with that. Yeah. Um, so, but speaking of <laughs> podcast episodes, you, yes. you kind of hinted at this one earlier. Yes. What is the theme today, Marie?
1: <laughs> Why women apologize more than men. Right. Apologizing. Yeah. Man,
0: I am real bad at that. I know. Man, I'm real bad. Do you know, I started to try to do like a a test for myself recently uh-huh. where, cause when I do like my little catering and stuff, it's mm-hmm. really bustly in the, Oh yeah. Work, you and know? you're in so the people's way bumping around yeah. at each other and stuff. So, um, people will bump into me constantly. Mm. And Every time someone bumps into me, I say, sorry, even mm. if, if they bump into me. So I tried to do this experiment where I was like, instead of saying, sorry, let me try to say, excuse me. Mm. Oh man, that lasted like one second. Oh. <laughs> like it's so hard, but I really need to keep working at that. But yeah, anyway. this is
1: actually an intervention. Uh, yeah. Oh good. Everyone we are... comes on all the chefs. <laughs> Everybody comes come out the... now. Katie, you say I'm uh, sorry God. too much. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I say <laughs> I say I'm sorry too much too. I mean, yeah, it's true when we're we're working and people bump into you, you say I'm sorry even though they bump into you, especially yeah. on the subway. I don't want to I want people to like me. I want people to, you know, not to, you know, hit me. <laughs> yeah. So I say I'm sorry or excuse me or pardon or, you know, it's all about manners trying to be all, you know. Right. Yeah.
0: No, I, um, I, I mean, I'll bump into like a plant and be like, I'm so sorry.
1: I'm so sorry. <laughs> I woke sorry. up this
0: morning and apologized
1: to my cat for not having her food. Well, that you I'm should like, apologize to <laughs> your cat for not feeding her. I'm sorry I haven't fed you for three days. She has dry food. She, she just She's wanted the wet. She's but... at you. <laughs> so angry right now, but it's fine. She's fine. Okay. She's got the fountain. <laughs> I got her a fountain, you guys. It's a cat fountain. Yeah,
0: it's nice. I kind of wouldn't mind having like a fountain in my apartment. <laughs> I don't have a cat. But
1: just like <laughs> just a fountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway,
0: what did you find about stuff?
1: Well, so
0: <sighs> or what are your thoughts or what? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, so I. I'm from the south. I'm from Nashville. Um, my mom uh, growing up was really into manners. And I think maybe it was because she is not from the South originally. She's from Detroit. And so like moving her, you know, having raised her children in the South and then being in the church and her other friends were super Southern and, and um, genteel and, you know, polite that I think we really, she really embraced that view of what that means to be a Southern woman. And so raising three girls, uh, we went to manor school. Like at a young age. Mm -hmm. And uh, we went to manor school. And then at manor school, I was trying to find this book. I don't even have it in New York. I think it's still at my parents' house. But did you ever read um, Amy Vanderbilt's Complete Guide to Etiquette?
0: Was that the, (laughs) no, I had Tiffany, the Tiffany's. Oh, that's another
1: one. Yeah, I think we had that one too. That one I got um but i so i don't have it here but i was just looking online and i found like a pdf and i was looking through and it's just this book was written in the 50s oh yeah and the stuff that they you know were saying of how to act uh it, like a a woman in the workplace like it's fine for a woman to have a career uh but at all times remain feminine and polite right. when speaking to a man. That's like what yeah, it's annoying. <laughs> uh do you can be assertive but not too assertive because that may come across as bossy. Right. It's like, uh. right.
0: that's interesting <laughs> that that it's funny to me that that would be in a manners book. I guess that like to me in my brain nowadays, that feels so separate when I think of manners now, I think of like table manners, mm. you know, mm-hmm. and manners like about being polite, you know, if you bump someone yeah. and you say excuse me or something. But that idea that like the, they thought that the manners extended to um, like. Women's behavior in the workplace versus—I mean, they didn't right. have a manners book for men in the work. I mean, no. men were grabbing butts and stuff, you know. All over well, the place.
1: actually, in this uh, in this guide, it does have a section for men, and it, and Ooh, I was okay. like looking through. What they were saying to men.
0: Like Pill the chair for the lady. Yeah, and something like yeah. Open the, keep the door open. For yes. The lady, stuff like that. And then
1: especially how to dress. Oh, it, yeah. Even it even breaks down in this book like what to wear to a horse show. Oh, what to wear? Yeah, a horse show. Yeah, a, show. Yeah, no, a, horse, a horse show. show. <laughs> no a horse, a horse. A horse show. show. I was like, see. what the. But how amazing. And like, uh, I hope there's that a whole, like a horse hat.
0: Or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, make sure you wear your horse mask. At the horse show.
1: But the reason why I bring this up is because I really do think for me, it was ingrained in me as a child because, uh, of manners and like being polite. And, and you know, you don't, I think that we started saying, I'm sorry, or you change your language to accommodate other people to make them feel, um, Taken care of, or something, or sure. like, and also to make them like you. Right. So, I am not a clinical psychologist.
0: What? <laughs> I gotta get out of here.
1: Nope, I'm just a theater ed major. Oh, um,
0: you've been tricking me this whole time.
1: Yep. Gotcha. Anyway, I know. But uh, I read this article called uh, Why Girls Apologize Too Much. And it's written by Ray Jacobson. And it was published uh, for the Child Mind Institute. And it really breaks down. Um, it's actually an article written for parents who are raising daughters. And I thought this was so interesting because times they are a change in, for sure. And I think that it's interesting. Like, if I, you know, how would then I raise a daughter to not apologize all the time? Mm-hmm. But so, first off, they break it down of like, why in the first place do women apologize more? And it's just ingrained in our psyche. Um, and girls are often rewarded this is what it says uh, girls are often rewarded for focusing on others people 's feelings while boys are more often rewarded for asserting themselves mm-hmm. so um, and it 's when we 're growing up in our adolescence like we 're really discovering who we are as individuals, mm-hmm. and for boys they 're traditionally seen as having one of uh, one of the skills that lead to uh, oh, well they call it um individuation right that process of finding yourself
0: right and that like we're all supposed to do that right and that like that's part of so i this, i read this article <laughs> yes you did oh my god <laughs> this just the one i found too oh wow but, oh that's cool yeah but i thought it was interesting that like they so in in like puberty mm-hmm. everybody like just naturally your brain is supposed right. to like feel like you're moving away from your parents you know what right I mean? it's your individual yeah. but we're not women are just not as uh, it's just not as it's encouraged, and right. yet, like, you're told two things. Right. You're right. told, like, oh yeah, you need to be more individualized and like more confident, uh-huh. but then you also need to make sure you take care of other people's feelings. Right. And it's so very it's compu- confusing.
1: Confusing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's also these like unre- unrealistic standards that we're taught that like we can't yeah. truly live up to. Um. Yeah. And then just how how hyper aware that we are. And I like that they said um, girls are told to be ambitious, smart, and successful. Um, but uh, be confident, but not conceited. Be smart, but no one likes a know-it-all. Right. Ambition is good, but trying too hard is bad. Be assertive, but only if it doesn't upset anyone else. Right. Uh. Like,
0: right. But that's what's so hard about this.
1: I mean, I've always I'm always concerned about being. I mean, I think because of this podcast, I'm actually not uh, apologizing as much for this, but for being bossy or like you know, I've always wanted to not be, I want to be everybody's friend. Like in high school, I was like pretty popular, but only because I was friends with every single person in every single group, Mm -hmm. just because I liked everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, then I think that like recently in my, sometimes I manage my, uh, catering people. So I have people under me that I'm telling them what to do and stuff. And like, before I think we started the podcast is that i was a- afraid of being b- too bitchy or mm. too bossy or you know but i'm also the person in charge and have a job to do and i'm completely responsible for you know i do events and so if it's like a huge event and i'm the one in charge and so and so over here is not doing their job I ha- how do you get them right. to do their job and like i used to be um, when I first started doing this more manager role, I would just be very feminine, very nice about it. And then I started being very assertive because you got to just get the job done. Well, it's
0: interesting, too, that you say that because, like, I think from my experience... Uh I was a very shy, meek child. Right. And I definitely was taught kind of like, not children should be seen and not heard, but I just, I think that there just wasn't a lot of encouragement for me to be outspoken, mm-hmm. particularly not on purpose. It just sort of was right. the way that, it, and I was so shy. I was just what it was. And it was really, I, I attribute my, like, I definitely apologize too much. But I'm never worried about someone calling me a bitch. I just do, yeah. not, do not care about that. But the reason why mm-hmm. I had to learn that skill too, and it was because of working in the in the service industry in New York City, mm. because I used to manage a paint-your-own-ceramic studio in right. Tribeca. Right. And, like, the, I mean, mostly people were great, but then the kinds of, like, entitled rich people that would come in there and the kinds of things they would demand, you know? Right. And you just have to be like, no. Right. I don't fucking right. care who you are. You don't get that. Right, you know, dog ceramic thing, for like, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. That's that is not. That's eighteen dollars. That's what it is. You know, right. get over yourself. Right, get or over whatever yourself. the right. issue was. Um, and then also because I was a manager, similarly, like you have to fire people sometimes. Right, and you have to like tell people that's no, that's you're doing it wrong. Right, you know, and you can't, and that is that is not an easy thing to just step into. It's really hard to learn how to manage. Yeah, and be, a, and I think specifically for women, like to be able to say like no. You know, don't right. do that. Because because honestly, people do look at you as a bitch and they don't look at you as like, oh, that's just the boss. Right. You know, and but you know what? Then fine. Right. I'm a bitch. Right. But in the meantime, I don't apologize for that stuff. I just apologize for yeah. stupid things. Yeah. And I apologize sometimes for like existing. Oh. And yet I don't apologize for like right. when it's my job. Like I know, you know what I mean? Like I know, here are the limits. Yeah. Actually, that's really interesting. I wonder, <clears throat> I bet part of that is too that like, that like if if I'm doing it for someone like my boss, uh huh, then I, I don't have a problem putting my foot down and being like mm-hmm. whatever. Well, for if it's us, for me right, then I don't oh. I'm not good see what this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Is that if I'm doing it for someone else, I can be really and especially I can stand up for other people very easily, but I don't stand up for myself that way. So if, if yeah. I'm you know
1: Well, I was gonna say for the band, the the <coughs> dynamic of us I feel way more comfortable sending you into the back room with the money guy to yeah. get the money than I do. I mean, I'm always there close by. Yeah. But you're very assertive and you're unapologetic of getting our money. Yeah. You know, sometimes we've had people be like, oh, well, I really lost a lot of money on this show. Not yeah. a lot of people, but some people. It happens but it's like you don't apologize for that. That's not your fault. No. It's like, like we, you know, there's so many different. Contract. We right.
0: had an agreement. Right. You know, if you didn't promote well enough, that's not my Fault. Right. So I think in some ways, I think that then I'm fighting for the band.
1: Right. You know what um, I mean? Maybe for it was me my own. Too. Yeah, That's and for so you. Nice. Yeah.
0: For you. I am the man. Who'll fight for you? That's interesting that you wouldn't fight for yourself. Yeah, maybe with money more. Yeah, <laughs> maybe something about money. The but most yeah. I
1: see you apologize, and it's actually kind of cute. So I don't, I don't think it's a bad thing, and I maybe shouldn't even bring it up. But oh, it up. sometimes I see you uh, when we travel in the south. Sometimes they don't have tea, like oh. hot tea, <laughs> and every time you order, it's so adorable because like the waiter will come over and you'll be like, "I'm sorry, but do you have any tea?" like I hot, mean, hot tea, tea. <laughs> <laughs> every I time like, sweet tea iced tea I yeah like, oh. sweet tea iced tea <laughs> on just
0: like a regular just hot a hot tea, tea. Sorry. <laughs> yeah you do your hands
1: like excuse Hi. me i'm so sorry to bother you but i i mean yeah. that's just a, it's adorable so that's good. but it's funny because it's just like no you just want to i mean i i, I just asked for coffee if you didn't have coffee we're going someplace else right. and then like you know you could be more assertive with the tea, tea thing Give me some tea. Give me some tea now. You don't have tea Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 you know where I think I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna admit something really bad. Yeah that I wish it wasn't true, but Uh-oh. it is and I have to work on it. Okay. I think I'm the most apologetic with boys that I like. Mm. I think I like apologize for being who I am. I think I'm insecure sometimes around you know, you wanna be like what they want when yeah. you like them, you know? Yeah. And so um I think I I tend to like diminish myself the most. Around mm-hmm. the boys that I like the most and i've seen I've seen that yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people do that, yes I um, think
1: um I mean, I'm sure I do that as well, yeah. You, I mean, me? I, my thing is like going to like mother role and I'm like, what do you need? What can I get you? What can I yeah. make? What can I do? What can right. I, you know? But still that like sort like of nurturing. Bending over
0: backwards for yeah. somebody else. But sometimes it's yeah. nice, but I think that the apologizing part is problematic.
1: Well, one thing, just back to that
0: article. Right. The thing that I really liked out of that article was sort of like, okay, so what do you do for right. these yes. girls? Yes, yes. And the two things that they sort of said or that I picked up from it was one was you praise directness. Mm, and yes. directness, the examples they gave was an indirect response would be, Sorry, I'm not really an expert on this, but maybe I can help. I do that all the time, oh. too. Especially in, in work environments, yeah. I do do that. Especially, you know, if we're working on like a music video or something and we have a man running, like the director, right. like we've only ever had. Right. If I ever have an idea, instead of being like, Why don't we do it like this? I almost always am like, I, mm, I just, oh, I thought of, uh, you know, I just have a thought. This is just a thought. I mean, you can use it right. or not, whatever
1: you want to do. But maybe
0: yeah. if we did it from this angle, you know, that's true. Well,
1: so Amy Schumer, Sorry to cut you off, but Amy Schumer. I found like an interview with Lily Tomlin interviewing Amy, and Amy was saying that the biggest thing she learned while being in Trainwreck, her she wrote yeah. that was that when Judd Apatow was directing, she would be like, "Sorry, but I was envisioning more this way." Right. Sorry, da, da da da, and that she switched it and then like was more assertive yeah, and that this and how empowered she felt yeah. by it. Yeah. Well, so, and they were
0: saying so. An excuse, so yeah. an example: instead of saying, "Sorry, I'm not really an expert. Maybe I can, ha- but maybe I can help," a direct version of that would be I know how to do this would you like me to show you ah I mean why does that feel so revolutionary to just say I know how to do this let me help you right you know so they're saying that as a mother one thing you can do for your girls is that Mm -hmm. you know when a kid says I can do that don't go, don't be cocky. Instead, go, oh, great. You want to show me or whatever. You right. Know? right. Oh, and if you catch your kid going like, well, maybe I can, if I can just say, oh, I think you can do it. Why? You know, you can do that. Like, right. Well, whatever. Right. The example would be. Right. Um, and then the other thing that I love and not in a way that is like just to be an on a bitch. And this is how I really feel about this is that disagreement is OK. Right. And we teach girls to just to not disagree with. anybody. Right. And boys are allowed to like talk and fight and be combative, but girls aren't. Right. And I that was always driving me crazy because sometimes I don't agree with you. Right. And it doesn't mean that it's the end of the world. It just means that like we don't agree.
1: And I do think that that's a big, uh, that's something I really admire in you. And I love watching when this kind of, plays out when we're out and about and something happens like that situation with that guy that was trying to give us try to give you notes at a comedy show like instead of being like sweet and genteel and feminine whatever polite about it it was like fuck politeness how dare you and and like you you you, i'm trying to say not that you get aggressive but just that your directness is is right on point and it's very clear right, and it's not i don't think it's bitchy it's just direct right, and that's what i mean I really admire that in you, and especially when you get into political debates with people right you you do not back down and and I mean and it's not in a way of like if somebody has a different opinion than you that you're trying to necessarily sway them, it's just, you're trying to just have a, a conversation about right. it I'm and just, try to understand their point of view. Absolutely.
0: I, yeah. I, yeah. It's like
1: trying to under, and for any
0: argument, I think it's like understanding their point of view, but, if you don't agree with it, that you can say like, I just don't agree with it. Right. And let's say you're in a work. So let's say, let's take this in a real world c- scenario for any of you out there that feel uncomfortable in your workplace with like, right. Asserting yourself. I think that then the idea is like, let's say you're in a meeting and some guy comes up with an idea and everyone's sort of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're like, I just don't think that's going to work. That you can able to just just stand up and say, "Hey, I have another thought on that." Right, and it's this. Right, and if then he's like, "No, that's stupid." You could be like, "Well, let me explain why I think that this would work." Right, and instead of backing down when he says that's a bad idea, say, Mm -hmm. "Let me, you know, give me a chance to explain it." That's like that feels like so much conflict to some people. Right, right. So much. uh, What is that word? Were you like, you know, face? I mean, conflict it makes
1: me uncomfortable or yeah you know, but i mean or, like
0: that whatever it is when you, you um confrontation confrontation Pe- people like and not just women i mean people can really hate i confrontation. hate
1: confrontation and i, I mean, really don't fight with people like right. i and i talked about this with my younger sister too because um her husband likes to debate with her sometimes and she's just like we were never raised to debate right like we we kind of listened to the adults debate and to be honest the men debate. Right. And then you would just listen and then that would be the law. Right. (laughs) You know, so like but so I'm not good at I mean, I was in debate and I was not good at debate in high school. Um, but I really I think that's such a great trait. I kind of whenever I am in a heated debate, I was debating a friend recently about Louis C. K and I just want to be like, insert Katie. Yeah. (laughs) And I wish Katie was here. Because you can really get in there. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: I mean, I think there's these balances.
1: You can apologize for tea as long as you (laughs) are good at your... Get our money. Yeah. (laughs) And stick up for things. Well, something I found that I thought was interesting is that, first off, there is a reality television show uh, in the UK called The Secret Life of Five-Year-Olds. Oh. Have
0: you heard of this? No, but that sounds like a fun show, no? I mean, yeah. Except that you're like exploiting your children. Yeah, oh, they're okay. exploiting <laughs> these children and
1: stuff. But it really, they, they do all so- sorts of like gender tests with them just to see like how boys would react versus girls. And so one of the tests that they did, their teacher did an empathy test and she put together lemonade. And in the lemonade, she put in salt, like a ton of salt. So she first oh. fed it to... The boys, and so there's like five five-year-old boys, and they they all across the board immediately were like, ugh, gross, I don't like this, ew, it's gross, like please no, I don't want to drink anymore, ew, the lemon tastes bad on my tongue, it hurts, and then the girls all across the board were like, one girl just like kept drinking it, yeah another girl was like, oh, it's delicious, I just, I'm not really a fan of lemon. And like they all, they all were just so concerned about hurting the teacher's yeah. feelings that they would swallow down. That this is so. Isn't that hits that, me
0: so hard because like I was that child, right? So much. right. I still would do that if somebody served food that I was like, I like this is great, and I just keep. eating. See,
1: that's where I'm not like. I think if it has anything to do with my taste buds, that's mm-hmm, yeah, like, all oh. I have. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> gross.
0: <laughs> that's so interesting but, though, too. About- that even by five years old, right. But why, I wonder what that is. Like, that's got to be social conditioning
1: for, yeah. Huh. Where, I think where young girls are taught to be more concerned about hurting people's feelings than their own. Right, right. That's it.
0: I wonder, I can't quite pinpoint, I'm trying to think of my own experience. Like, when was I told, like, you need to do it like this and don't worry about you. You have to bend to other people, you know? And Mm -hmm. obviously it wouldn't be in such, like, clear... Mm-hmm. Words, but I'm trying to think of like examples of a thing a parent would say or an adult would say. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. That's really interesting, though. That's how like insidious it is, I guess. Right. And it's like I can't even remember. Right. Um. That's fascinating. And that crazy? Yeah.
1: I, poor I little just, children. And yeah, then the really jet. Ju- they they, they have like these bus- behind the scene producers, and they bo- they both tasted the yeah, lemonade, <laughs> like, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Because <laughs> so I was like, much. maybe it's not that bad, yeah, and then like, no, it's yeah, like that. it's terrible. Um. <laughs> I. One thing, too, that
0: I – a little quote from this – I saw this other article. It was talking about, like, apologizing and all that stuff. And one quote I thought was really useful and powerful, too, because you're saying, like – well, okay, so you're saying the difference between, like, little boys and empathy and little girls and Mm -hmm. empathy, right? Well, they're saying just – and you've already kind of hit on this, but uh, this idea that, like, women tend to apologize more because they have a lower threshold than men for what they consider offensive. You know what I mean? But offensive meaning, like – you know oh i bumped you i'm that was offensive of me you know uh-huh. i mean that kind of offensive um and it, so they say like if a man deems an infraction egregious enough then they apologize That's normal, right? Like you think, oh, I did something wrong. Let me apologize. But the problem is that they find very few infractions deserving of an apology, whereas women are Mm. apologizing for just about everything they do. (laughs) So it's like that sort of, um, and they say that like uh, women's tendency to apologize is a socialized, uh, they're socialized into a passive mindset and to be people pleasing um, from an early age. And uh, apologies have become our de facto way of communicating and a way of filling the silence and to keep the peace when interact- with interacting mm. with others. So something about keeping the peace too. Um, oh, and I thought this was interesting. They were saying too that, uh, you, like you said earlier, it's also mm-hmm. a way to like be liked, try to be liked. Right, so right. So it's like we preempt what we think people are thinking about us with an apology as if to say, I already know what you're thinking and I'm sorry for who I am and what I do and oh. what I am. Um, and a lot of people do it out of, habit um where like that comes from childhood where they were felt to that they were wrong and they were fearful of punishment or something. So they're feeling a lot of anxiety. So mm-hmm. it can come from like anxiety too. Um, oh and then I just loved this quote. They said apologizing when we have done something wrong is a real strength. But Sorry,
1: burping. <laughs> oh, I thought you were <laughs> crying. I was like, don't
0: cry. No, I just was like choking on my own spit. Um, <laughs> ap- apologizing when we have done something wrong is a real strength, but compulsive apologizing presents as a weakness at work and in personal relationships. Mm. So the bottom line is, ladies, we got to like reel it in, right? Right. So here it was a couple ideas of like how to help stop that uh-huh. kind of behavior. Uh, and they were saying, first, you need to have an awareness that you want to change. you where that you're right. doing it, right? Okay. Um, then every time you do it, every time you apologize excessively, you have to pay attention to it and go, Oh, I'm doing it right now right. you have to catch it. Then, um, it's really helpful if you have a friend or somebody around you call you out when you do it, cause sometimes you may not realize you're doing it. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, then once you are about to apologize, when you start to catch it, start swapping out the apologies for other phrases. So they were saying, instead of saying, I'm sorry, say, excuse me, pardon me, go ahead after you your turn mm. okay mm. instead of saying sorry to interrupt you you could say i'd like to add i have an idea wow i'd like to expand on that and just be more direct it's sort of right. what I was saying before i'd
1: like to add
0: i'd like to add instead of saying sorry to complain say thank you for listening
1: oh
0: huh instead of apologizing in an email consider saying thank you for catching that i appreciate you bringing this error to my attention thanks for flagging the issue oh for me.
1: i like that and also, if
0: you're running late, instead of saying, Sorry, I'm late, say, Thank you for waiting for me. Oh. And just take some of the habitual apologizing right. out. Right.
1: Well, one th- oh. oh yeah, no. Continue. I was
0: just going to say one <sighs> thing that kept coming up in all these articles, and I, I think they were all coming around at the same time, uh, was a reference to this Amy Schumer sketch about the. Yes, I watched thing. that, and I watched it too. And it is go watch it, you guys, if you're interested in this topic. Like, it is so perfectly done. It's so per- it's kind of subtle at first,
1: and then it gets like right.
0: ridiculous, and it's so familiar.
1: Right. It's um, like these scientists, right? On yeah, stage, these, like very uh, incredibly.
0: Yeah, p- women that have like accomplished a lot.
1: Yeah, Nobel and, Peace Prize winners, or you know, scientists that save m- millions of lives, right. and they just keep talking. They keep apologizing, apologizing, and they can't even for silly things. Yeah. By the
0: way, I just wanted to say that uh, not that everybody really cares, but that all that information I just was reading was from NBC News, <laughs> 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 an article called uh, "How to Stop Saying I'm Sorry All the Time and What to Say mm. Instead." I think. I don't know. I'm not citing that well.
1: You know, come get me, NBC. NBC.com. <laughs> well, I was reading on prevention.com, which I've never been to before, but now I'm here, uh, that there are 10, 10 things that you should never apologize for. Oh, okay. So here's the list. And so this is so interesting. Number one, winning that Scrabble match or the one on one basketball game or that baking competition. Moral of the story, never apologize for being good at something. Oh my god. Fucking own it. They don't say fucking, but I said right. fucking own it. I'm real bad about that. Me I, too. I, I mean I really hate yeah, things. Yeah. It makes me uncomfortable in some ways of like it makes beating someone. Yeah, cuz I, I want someone to
0: feel bad. Yeah,
1: but that's what they say boys, young yeah, boys they like don't they don't, do don't care about the losers. They compare they they're yeah. when they win something, they're like haha to the competitors, but mm-hmm. girls are worried about the losers. I'm yeah. Like, are you okay? Number two, when someone bumps into you. Right, okay, we already covered that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm terrible at that. Number three, your five-minute-long Starbucks order. You're the one paying for it. Drink whatever you want, lady. Maybe just go to another (laughs) coffee shop. (laughs)
0: That's another thing. Well, actually,
1: I think you should apologize for that, but that's just a personal thing. I do uh, give a big old eye roll when it's like, I would like a mochiato. Just don't order that. I mean, I know, people love their Starbucks. You can drink what you want sure there's <laughs> lots of sugar in it folks okay Whatever. number four uh, taking a minute or a day or a week to think over a big decision
0: oh that's a good point yeah that one's good I'm a Libra so mm. <laughs> I take a long time sometimes to make yeah, decisions yeah I'm a very like oh we gotta write my name. yeah and I'm like need time I definitely yeah. need time
1: yeah that's, that's interesting. good that's so good. don't apologize for okay. that okay and I won't ask you to well if you do I'll be like I'm not sorry <laughs> Um, number five, my grandmother used to do this all the time. Uh, the meal you busted your butt over. If your guests don't like pineapple upside down cake, then they should have baked dessert themselves.
0: My, I hope my mother's listening to this episode because she is the worst with that. She'll make this beautiful meal and she will make like, it's too dry. It's this isn't good. And she this immediately apologizes. Yeah, for and it's it. like I didn't. She I is know,
1: one of the greatest cooks I've ever. Amazing. Unbelievable. And we
0: have told her from day dot. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah, my
1: grandmother doesn't. used to put down like a you know an incredible goose that she had spent all day you know slaving away at, and then immediately apologized for it. And yeah. then you're just like, oh,
0: it what kind of, of ruins your experience of the meal. Yeah. You don't even, honestly, what I would tell my mom is like, you don't have to say, look how good this is,
1: but you don't have to say, look how terrible it is. You could just mm-hmm.
0: say, food is here. I usually, <laughs>
1: if I know something I've cooked that it's like, something's off.
0: I'll oh yeah! Immediately
1: be like, just add some sort. It needs some more salt. Oh yeah! Or like, yeah. put some hot sauce. Or, on Or like, it.
0: this is didn't turn out how. It yeah. No, or just be like, it is what it is. Put but, it in your mouth. Or <laughs> like, I'm, I'm known for my potato salad, and uh, bitch, I'm I'm never gonna tell you that that's not a good potato salad. I mean, sometimes I'm like, oh, this this Yeah, something. I remember
1: yeah. there was one year you yeah. were like, it needs more. I don't know. It's it was so something. funny though. What was funny so about good. that though is like
0: that year I was like, oh, so I don't like a lot of salt in my food, mm-hmm. so I'll tend to sometimes under salt a little because I'm a white girl. I guess <laughs> I'm like under season I'm like. Like, so typical but um so i brought this potato salad and it was like i like knew i thought most people would probably want more salt in it so i kept telling everybody you can add a little salt like it needs a little salt and then finally i think julia was like do you want me to put more salt in it? and i was like
1: no <laughs> was like, don't touch my <laughs> potato salad
0: <laughs> oh
1: that's funny uh number number six your appearance since when did it become necessary for your outfit, hairstyle, and makeup to look at their absolute best at all times? There are so many more important things. That's a good one. I apologize for what I'm wearing all the time. I mean,
0: I probably should apologize for <laughs> what I'm wearing all the time. But still, even it's like, this is what I put on today. I should
1: just well, I immediately, when I hang out with my gay guy friends, immediately I feel judgment. And yeah. then I immediately am like, I'm sorry, I didn't really have time. Like, I was just yeah. out. Like, even for gay pride, like, I had worked all day. And so I was just in this f- stupid outfit from work and then i was up in the pride and like i wanted to go to this other party but i didn't i wasn't dressed right right and i, I didn't i didn't go i missed out should have oh, just gone i should have gone that's too bad i was looking rough uh but nope never gonna apologize, apologize for that be like, Um i look, I look crazy <laughs> I that's look okay <laughs> that's my new motto um number seven needing some alone time um
0: oh, yeah. it's
1: un- understandable and essential not selfish I need that's to uh, do that more. Yeah. Um, number eight, asking your partner to try that. Oh, I, this is a, okay. Sorry. I interrupted myself. It's a good one. You just apologized to yourself. I, I did. You oh, no. <laughs> sorry, Marie. Um, <laughs> asking your partner to try to that position that feels just okay for him, but uh, amazing for you. Oh, I don't have a problem with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, so you have a, that's been hard for you to
1: like. Well, just I mean, say. uh, well, Sometimes, I mean, I know certain positions that I love. Right. And like, I just need to, even if it's not their favorite, it's my favorite. So I shouldn't apologize for it. We're doing it. Oh yeah. Well, you can, yeah. We'll do lots of different things in the room. Yeah. That's why I got the dice. You roll the dice and you do that position. Have you ever played that
0: pig game? Someone was playing it the other day. It's like these two <laughs> little pigs and you roll them like dice and whatever position they land in. Oh, then yeah. You win. T- I don't know. You like you the did the pig either. position? No, but I was thinking you could use that for sex. Or like oh. You have two people. You throw them. Like, oh you go in this position. I'll go in this position. we we'll, like, put
1: it together. <laughs> anyway, if you, nobody knows that game, and they're going to be like, what the fuck is she talking about? It's fine. I like that. Number nine, disagreeing with someone's opinion. As long as you make your point respectfully, you're 1,000% entitled to it. I
0: love it. I love that one. Yep.
1: We just talked about that. And then number 10, crying. (laughs) Period.
0: (laughs) The only reason I laugh at that is because, like, I just, I like, just I cry. I've I've cried all over New York City. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just, like, that idea of just being, like, uh, I I don't know if I, I don't think I always feel like I need to apologize when I'm crying, but... um, If I... Maybe I only, do. I the only know. time I feel
1: shame is like when I'm on the subway sobbing
0: i and just really kind of got over that. Yeah. Do you know the other day I started laughing so hard in the subway? Someone sent me the like the funniest <laughs> meme I've like ever seen in my life. And I was l- crying laughing. I was laughing so hard. And that was almost more terrifying than <laughs> that made me more uncomfortable. <laughs> then people were like, what's wrong with her? Uh, Look at this happy woman riding the subway. So happy? What's wrong with her? <laughs> yeah. Why is she so happy? Um Those hmm. are good. Those are that's a good list. Yeah. Um, you know, like as that. you were reading that, I thought of uh one thing that I'm really ha- happy for uh-huh that sort of helped me with mm-hmm. my apologies and it's hashtag sorry not sorry Oh, yeah. Because I feel like I can play that <laughs> off. I feel like I'm apologizing, but then not apologizing. And it can be kind of funny, but also, like, it alleviates my anxiety in terms of, like, feeling yeah. like I need to apologize. Uh huh. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or if it's, like, <laughs> or a bad thing, but I do. I appreciate whoever invented hashtag sorry not sorry. Thank you. Thank you. That's and really helpful. I will some use of it us. to my deathbed. Right. Hashtag sorry not like, sorry. Like, can I get some jello? Hashtag sorry not sorry.
1: <laughs> like, when I'm in the
0: hospital, like, dying. Um, I'm going to use it for you.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I hope that whoever's listening, you know, if you have a young daughter, this is really hitting you right now and you can...
0: Yeah. Or if you yourself, or if you're yeah. a gentleman who feels or if like your podcast too much, uh, no problem.
1: Yes. Or if so you're a lady, you say it too much. Yeah. I'm going to try to really stop me saying it. Me too. That.
0: I feel like I... I it's, enough is enough.
1: I said it today at the gym. A woman hit me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Someone punched me in the no, face. she, and- no, she, she just bummed into me, but it was hard and it hurt. And I said, "I'm sorry." I was like, "Wait!" But and then I, I was like, "We're about to record this. podcast. I need to not yeah, do that and anymore." Then
0: you were like, "Actually, bitch." Yeah, and I pulled way. her hair. And
1: I'm, oh, I'm not saying sorry. <laughs> not saying, sorry. sorry, not sorry. You know what no. thing
0: I'm not going to apologize about? What? Asking our listeners if they're enjoying this <laughs> podcast to go out and tell your friends to yes! listen too because that really help us. Um,
1: make get get out into the world get all the horios out there absolutely to like us yeah that's we're just asking you know we're not going to apologize f- for that nope and
0: if you um want to follow us on instagram mm-hmm. we are difficult women pod
1: yep that's right that's or it. a band reformed whores you absolutely can that's you see too. that individually you're katie frame on yep, instagram K-A-T-Y. and i'm marie merica you can look that up too follow yeah. us all over the place why not send us questions send yeah. us stories yes um. Send us, I'd love to hear from women that have been saying sorry and then maybe try for a week to not say, oh my God. I'm sorry. How about this? How about this? Let's all do this together.
0: Yes. Well, this next week, Uh huh. we're all going to not say, I'm sorry. Too okay. Much. And then um, we'll, you know, send
1: us emails and tell us how it's going. Yeah. Okay. That sounds great. Great. Ladies and gentlemen. We love you. We do. We'll talk to you later. Totally do. Bye. See you next Tuesday. Tuesday. A piece of my hoo-ha, hoo-ha You gotta work for my hoo-ha, hoo-ha Wanna get down with my hoo-ha, hoo-ha Better bow down to my hoo-ha, hoo-ha You wanna get with me Cause I'm the girl of your dreams